This video is for every landscaping business owner that is running or wants to run local ads on Facebook. Hey, I'm Cody Owen with Lightspeed Social Agency. These kinds of ads can be highly effective. They can yield incredible results. I have helped businesses go from four, five, six hundred thousand dollars to over a million to over two million using Facebook and Instagram ads to target specific neighborhoods. But Facebook does not tell you the truth, right? Facebook lies to you all the time. There have been multiple times Facebook has gotten it wrong. They have led pushes in the wrong direction. They have deliberately misrepresented stats to advertisers and to page administrators. Sometimes when you're running the ads, it's hiding the truth from you. So at the end of the day, it's important to remember that Facebook is selling you something, right? You're their customer. And in a perfect world, that would mean they want to do right by you. But in the real world, what it means is they want to extract as much value from you as possible. So they want to dole out, just like they do on using the app, they want to dole out the dopamine hits of giving you these vanity numbers that don't matter and presenting those first. And so what I want to talk you through in this video is show you the worst areas where Facebook has lied in the past or is lying to you now and how to use this to your advantage to grow your landscaping business with digital ads. I am Cody Owen. I own Lightspeed Social Agency. I have been professionally running Facebook and Instagram ads for just about the last eight years. And I want to talk you through exactly what to do in your landscaping business to get around the ways that Facebook tries to treat you like a slot machine and get a little bit more value out of your ads. So the first thing that you should always remember is that Facebook encourages you to expand your audience and to really trust them. And if you're setting up your Facebook ads the way that we talk about on this channel, you don't need to trust Facebook. You don't need to let them expand your audience. We're going after the specific neighborhoods and subdivisions that you want to go after. So when Facebook encourages you to expand your audience to boost results, this can often mean that your ad's gonna be shown to irrelevant users. They're going to correlate data that maybe they're looking at homeowners in your greater metro area, but they don't know that you don't serve this suburb that's you know 45 minutes west of you, but they do look at like, oh, this person lives in the general geographic area of the city, they, you know, they have a similar income level to the people you usually target. They live in a similar neighborhood. They drive the same kind of car. Like there's a lot of data points in common. It's just that they would be a really bad customer for your business. So it's important to keep in mind, you don't want to expand your audience with Facebook's tools. You want to expand it the way you want Add another neighborhood. If you've got more money to spend, they do this because generally business can infinitely grow with whatever customers, you know, if you're selling, you know, bags of chips on the internet, someone who likes spicy things might be a great candidate for your ad set that is spicy chips. And so, right, Facebook naturally expanding that would make sense in that case, but it's really bad for local service businesses. So just don't unclick the checkbox. It's always gonna be clicked by default. Keep an eye out for it on the targeting page at the ad set level. Keep an eye out for expanding your audience. Any language around that is probably gonna be something you wanna turn off. The promise of increased reach does not always translate to valuable engagement. So we got to maintain that balance between reach going up, which is a vanity number, right? More people seeing us and the value that we get out of it. And is this relevant to the person we're showing it to? Okay. The second thing I want to talk about, this is a big deal, 
This is the push to video fiasco. If you were online in the like early 2010s, 2010 to 2012 era, that's right when I was graduating high school, going to college, there was a big push for video content. Suddenly a bunch of websites that had previously done written content were suddenly making this big push to video. It happened with a lot of, you know, if you read Cracked back in the day, they wrote comedy articles for their website. And they made this big push to video on Facebook because Facebook was counting anyone scrolling by a video as a view. And so it looked like these brands were getting huge amounts of engagement and like, oh my gosh, we could get more views on a video than we would get clicks on an article. So we should make a push to this and figure out how to monetize it. And, and Facebook continues to do this, right? I do believe that video on an ad is more engaging than a static photo. I do think that principle is true, but what I would not worry about is, you know, dropping reels for your lawn care business, you know, promoting reels, unless you have a specific strategy for it. Don't get fixated on every game Facebook wants you to play. Make sure it's a push that will get you a return and test it. Right, that's the thing always. When Facebook is pushing a new feature or Google's pushing a new feature at me as an advertiser, what I do is I test it with a set amount of money behind it and see, does this generate results? Does this get traction? Does this boost the numbers I care about or does it boost the numbers Facebook wants me to care about? So the push to video thing is a, a huge example of Facebook just fundamentally misrepresenting the market to their most important users, right? The people who produce the content that keeps you on platform, what Facebook cared about was getting them to produce this content. And you see this with Meta's new metaverse concept that's already kind of petering out where they really wanted people to use this platform. And you can find any number of videos that go into like the official metaverse, you know, wander around, it's called Horizons, and, and no one's there right? It's not a product that people are using or care about, but they've spent billions of dollars trying to make it a thing. So just, they are not soothsayers, right? That's the thing is that Mark Zuckerberg was just a guy who at the right time made a website where you could argue with your uncle, right? And he rolled it out at just the right time to have it take off. He's just a guy, right? He's really smart. He was a good developer in the early 2000s, but Every feature Facebook rolls out is worth looking at, not worth hanging your entire hat on. So they inflated these video metrics. They left many businesses feeling misled, wasting money on ads that weren't working. So just always test, always test and see, does this get me the results I care about? Is this driving traffic to my website is a key, right? Everything we do, we want to go back to the website. This is the, the system of marketing that we've been talking about. We want to optimize our website for conversions. So we want our ads to send people to our website and push them into the funnel to get a quote. So is this feature doing that for me? Is it somewhere a little further upstream in the funnel? Is it a little more top of funnel? That's fine, but look at where it fits into your system and does it help you? If, if this does exactly what Facebook says, how does it help me? All right, number three, we want to talk about the truth behind boosting your post. I have said many times on this channel that the boost post button is a scam, right? Unless you are happy with just anyone with eyeballs seeing the post from your business, it is not worth it to boost. It would take five to 10 more minutes of effort to dial in your targeting a little bit more and get it in front of people you know are right for your business. 
don't fall for this illusion of easy engagement, right? It is not valuable to have six likes on your photo from, you know, random guys in Bangladesh who are, you know, probably bots anyway. It is more valuable to you to have less engagement from the right people. So make sure to don't take a shot in the dark with this, right? There's no reason to throw good money at a, a bad solution. Put that good money into the right solution, right? Set up one ad set with your core service, targeting a few neighborhoods that you want more work in, and just set it up and go with that. That's gonna be so much better. It's easier to boost a post, right? It takes just a second. Facebook will gladly take your five, 10 bucks and run off with it but that's not gonna get you results in the way that just putting in just a smidge more effort is gonna get you. Make sure to watch some of our other ads videos if you want some information about this strategy. I'll throw one up in the corner here. I have one called Why Your Facebook Ads Never Work that is core to doing a hyper-local targeting strategy on Facebook, getting just the subdivision you want and not the apartment complex across the street or the people who work in the strip center out front of the neighborhood. So I can tell you exactly how that works in that video in full. Okay, the fourth thing here we wanna talk about is navigating data and insights. Look, when you go to look at your results on Facebook, Facebook's gonna show you what they call the performance screen. Depending on what campaign goal you've selected, this might be a little bit different, but generally what I like to turn over to is actually performance plus clicks. It's one of your view options because what I care about is getting traffic to your website. We've worked on the website to get it optimized, to push people to request a quote. It's part of our system. And so I want to measure how many people are actually clicking, how many people are staying on the website. And I look at that side of it, not through Facebook, right? I'm not relying on Facebook about these sessions. I'm looking at them for the number of people who clicked the ad. And then I'm looking on the Google Analytics side where I've got that installed on the website. It is a neutral observer. They don't have any stake in whether I continue to funnel money into Facebook's ads. That can tell me whether these are good quality sessions. You know, this might inform our, we might revisit our creative, right? If people are hitting the ad and bouncing, it means there's a mismatch between the ad and the website, right? If someone was interested enough in your ad to click through, and then the moment they came through, they left, there's either something wrong with the website, like fundamentally something's loading wrong, something just is really jarring when they hit it, or we have a mismatch between what we're promising in the ad and what we're delivering on the website. So make sure you've got your Google Analytics set up on your website so that you can monitor that. Look at your session length. We want our average session length on the website to be higher. You know, get it higher than a minute if you can. A way you can do that, like kind of a cheat code for it, is to have a welcome video that has all the information they would skim in 12 seconds on the website, they might spend 30 or 40 seconds watching you explain it to them. So Facebook encourages you to look and think about the wrong things, right? They present to you front and center reach. How many eyeballs saw this? And then they're gonna show you, so you've got reach is like your raw audience size, and then they're gonna show you how many times it's been shown overall. Right, So that's gonna include the same person seeing it three times. Now, frequency matters. I monitor frequency. We'll talk about that in just a second. But those giant numbers they show you for reach, your audience size, those aren't actually great measures of success, right? Anyone can come and pump money into Facebook and, and show it to a lot of people. We care about getting, getting in front of the right people by limiting our audience very much geographically. And then we care about 
getting clicks to the website, driving traffic to the website, looking at how much it costs us per click to get people on. That's a key figure to be tracking is your cost per click. Monitoring the quality of the clicks, making sure that they're the right people and we've got a good connection between what they see in the ad, what we give them on the website, and then them converting to request a quote. Those are all important things to monitor. And then frequency, I think, is really important to monitor. That is a, a measure of how many times the average member of your audience has seen the ad. This is key because we know that it takes 8 to 10 touches to close a sale, right? 8 to 10 touches from the brand. When they see a yard sign, that's a touch. When they see a guy in uniform, that's a touch. They see a truck driving past them in their neighborhood, that's a third touch. Then we're getting them neighborhood-targeted Facebook ads. We're getting a fourth touch, a fifth touch, a sixth Sixth touch, I can count. That is key, right? Is getting that number of touches pumped up where they see you kind of all the time. And you've experienced this with the business. When you got your truck wrapped, you experienced the thing of people telling you, man, I feel like I see you all over the place. And you're like, we, we only have one truck. <laughs> but people remember things when it's shown to them multiple times. It makes you feel bigger. It makes you feel like more of a professional presence in the market. And so we want that frequency number to crank up between five, six times. What we don't want is for it to be like 40, right? We don't want to be the only ad they ever see when they open Facebook. And that can happen with retargeting audiences. So scrub those audiences occasionally. You can, by setting a tighter window on how long ago they engaged with you, you can filter people out of that sooner. So maybe set it for 30 days instead of 90. Just something to think about there. But this is key is figuring out your KPIs, which I've given you a, a number of them that I think are really important here and nail down that tracking so that you don't have doubts about what metrics matter, right? We've kind of distilled some of that here and you'll know which ads are working because you know which numbers to care about, which key performance indicators matter to getting results for your business. Now, one way you can fix this is to take an extended course in Facebook ads. Like that's how I got started, right? I got some certifications from Digital Marketer HQ and then I spent a lot of money running ads to, to learn how to be a Facebook ads expert, learning what would work in my specific market, taking theory and putting it into practice. You can do that or you can hire a Facebook ads expert like us over here at Lightspeed. If you're trying to grow this fall, we can get you online immediately, get aeration ads out the door, get aeration emails out the door to your existing clients, fall cleanups, Christmas lights, whatever you have going on. We are running a little bit of a special right now if you're trying to come online for the fall. So reach out to me and I can walk you through all of that. You can, there will be a link down in the description where you can fill out our quote form and I'll get that over to you. We are also still doing free website audits. So if you know that your website is a weak link or you're suspicious that your website could be a weak link, we can get that figured out for you and let you know. So it is important to know the pitfalls of the ad platforms you are using and to think about how they benefit from representing data to you in the way that they do. So that is key here, knowing what numbers matter to you to grow your business and knowing which numbers matter to Facebook to get you to spend more money, right? So we wanna be thinking about that. And at the end of the day, if you need to turn to the experts to build and optimize your Facebook ads, work with us here at Lightspeed. I hope that you will subscribe to this video if you're not subscribed to the channel already and make sure that you give it a like as well if you made it all the way to the end here. Hey, thanks so much for being here. I will talk to you next week.